Hi friends, welcome to the Partnership Podcast, exploring gospel partnership and generosity in the Bible, alongside stories of support raising from around our fellowship. We pray you'll be encouraged by it. Hi everyone, welcome to our 10th episode of the Partnership Podcast in our season on church partnerships. And thanks Martin for joining me today for this chat. Oh, that's great. Glad to be here. Good. Let's begin in prayer. Father, we do thank you so much for your precious church and for the fellowship that you give us within your church, with your bride. Father, help us as we listen to Martin's story and experience uh, of his team. Help us to grow in wisdom about how we approach churches and equip us to love your church and local churches and to walk well with them. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, so, Martin, you've told me that your team recently has had a kind of fresh start or a fresh level of intentionality in your church partnerships. Can you just tell us a bit about what that's looked like for your team? Yeah, I'd love to. What we had been doing in the past, I would say, was a bit more ad hoc and individual, and we realised the need uh, to address church partnerships as a team uh, and really as a, as a team project be, uh, both because we thought we re- weren't um, we weren't really tapping into the potential partnerships as well as we might have been uh, and also just for the longevity of our partnerships um, and so uh, we planned a started planning a church partnership program last year and really launched it in earnest this year uh, and uh, what what that's looked like, uh, it, it's a, a team project, and so we've talked about it in team meetings. Uh, there's one of our members of our team uh, who is overseeing the project, uh, but we're all contributing. Uh, and so there are different uh, roles for the person, Emily, who's overseeing it, and for the rest of us who are contributing. Um, can you tell us, you told me about a survey. Can you tell us about the survey that you guys did and what the outcome of that has been in how you think about and structure your church partnerships? Yeah, well, uh, that was sort of how we, I got started with um, Emily. So Emily is, uh, she actually serves on our staff team. One of her roles is as our staff team administrator. Uh, and that is something she does just one day a week. Uh, but it is, it, in that role, she serves like a number of team things that support the team as a whole uh and i just found for me uh, there are there are 10 staff on my team and i was finding it was getting too much for me to have sole responsibility for all the things that are just whole team jobs and so that's one of the things she does so emily and i uh started planning out this church partnership project and she designed a survey and basically everyone on our staff team filled in this survey and it was just letting Emily know what existing partnerships we had. And it could be that we had a church supporting us. Maybe it was a church that we went and visited. Maybe the church didn't support us, but uh, there were individuals in the church that supported us, like a a significant number of individuals. Uh, There are a range of different links we might have with churches. Uh, And so the survey was collecting all of that data so that we could then work out what's the next step for our team as a whole. Mm. Um, and I've often talked about having a sphere of churches that are the kind of broad connections and then some deeper connections, but how's your team structuring your thinking about churches? 
Um, yeah, basically we've got three, we've come up with three different tiers of partnership. Uh, so tier one are what we call healthy partnerships. And that's basically uh, everything we might hope for in a partnership. Uh, and tier two are developing partnerships. These are partnerships with churches where we, uh, they're, they're good and they're growing. And we think that in time they might even uh, build further into the tier one partnerships. Uh, and then we realized that some churches that we have contact with or some relationship with, we classified as tier three, which we call low potential partnerships. Uh, and these are churches where for various reasons, we thought uh, they're probably never or not in the near foreseeable future. Uh, they're not going to partner with us directly uh, in any kind of overt or significant way. Uh, but we want to acknowledge uh, these churches and that there's some kind of link or some kind of relationship there. Mm, mm, that's excellent. And so with your healthy churches and your the developing partnerships, what does the actual content of that relationship look like in practice? Uh, yeah, so basically we've so we've listed all, all our churches uh, and uh, for, for each of the churches that we, we ended up with in our sort of list of partner churches, uh, we allocated someone from our staff team for them. And usually that was based on who had an existing relationship. Although for a number of churches, we realized that kind of none of us were actively pursuing a partnership with this church and we needed to put someone on, on that. Um, so each church has a, a link staff worker and they have certain um, things they're trying to do in the in, uh, to, I, I guess, maintain and strengthen that relationship. Um, but there's also some things that have been done by our staff team administrator. And so it was dividing the responsibilities and realizing this is a this is a kind of whole of team project. Uh, and so rather than just approaching it in that ad hoc way we had in the past, what's the staff team administrator doing? What are we doing as a whole team? Uh, and what's each what's the link staff worker doing? Uh, and so for a healthy partnership and for a developing partnership, we just came up with a list of goals for each of these tiers for what we want to do in a year. Uh, so for a healthy partnership, uh, these are churches that have agreed to sign on to a once every four to six weeks email where we give them an update uh, from the team as a whole about the ministry. Uh, and we're hoping that there'll be one visit a year uh, from a staff worker where we can get maybe even get some students up the front and talk about the ministry. Uh, and they'll be invited to a, a once a year um, sort of thank you uh, uh, gathering and, and meal for church pastors. Uh, so there's some of the things for the healthy partnership. Uh, and we've got our um, Emily, the staff team administrator, is overseeing the emails that are going out to all the churches, uh, whereas the link staff worker is the one that's responsible to contact the church on a sort of individual basis, arrange a visit, uh, and, and, and things like that. So um, the developing partnerships uh, are ones where they... Um, Maybe they're not fully on board yet in terms of receive, sending them an email every six weeks would be kind of overkill at this stage. They're not ready for that. Uh, but we've still got a contact a couple of times a year with the link staff person, inviting them to the, the pastor's event uh, and making sure they have some information and some material available. Uh, so that, they're kind of things we came up with. Um, but realising not, not every church is in the same situation, uh, but trying to work out what's an appropriate amount of communication and expectation for the church as it is at, at present. Yeah, that's excellent. 
Um, and so, in, obviously, you and Emily have been having individual conversations to move this forward, but what's it looked like in terms of your team meeting time, the team conversations, to progress it to this point? Yeah, the, there have been three, probably three really significant team conversations we've had uh, about it, and this started last year and has continued into this year. The first one really was just flagging that we're launching this church partnership project. Uh, and so uh, that was fairly brief, but just kind of letting the team know this is this is what's happening. Um, and Emily is spearheading it and she's going to be sending out a survey to all of us. And yeah, we'd love everyone to fill it in. And, and, and just, so it was really just helping to get everyone on board and realize this is a, this is something we're doing together as a team. Um, and maybe allaying some fears at that point too, because it wasn't in moving to it as a team project. It's not about trying to uh, for individual staff who might have strong partnerships with particular churches. It's not trying to you know take those churches away from those staff. Actually, they're great assets, benefits for the team as a whole as it is. But it's it just actually this is an area where we can be doing better as a team. So that was the first conversation, uh, getting sort of getting everyone on board. Um, the second conversation was after we'd had the surveys filled in and so we had Emily and I started to build a list of churches and we added to that churches that no one had any links with but we thought we needed to be needed to be on our radar. Um, we then went back to the team and uh, we laid out um, here's, here's what we've come up in terms of these partnership tiers, uh, here's what we're hoping a developing a healthy partnership will look like, here's what we're hoping a developing partnership will look like. Um, these are where we think churches fit. And uh, so it was it was kind of then, then just sort of putting the, the, some meat on the bones. Uh, and at that meeting, we talked through the list of churches. Uh, we, we had already in a sort of draft or preliminary way allocated some of them to different staff, but then we started to fill that in, check in with staff, allocate others to other staff uh, and so on. So that, uh, that was where we're kind of really, and that again happened last year because we're flagging, we really want to launch it this year. We want to hit the ground running with it in January. Uh, and so uh, so staff knew kind of what churches uh, they were going to be seeking to um, connect with this year. Uh, and so that's, that's uh, a second one. And then a third significant team conversation we've had has been about the newsletters, uh, because one thing, uh, one thing I wanted to make sure of is while Emily is overseeing the newsletters and sending them out, uh, that she's not the only one that's writing for them. She's not the only one contributing content. And so we had a, a meeting, one of, one of our staff meetings, we talked about the newsletters. Uh, Emily had already put in draft, uh, sort of an outline of the kind of content that could go into each newsletter. But we, we added to that, we came up with sort of the list of topics that we might want to cover over the course of the year. Uh, we discussed what we wanted to go in every letter. Uh, and also just really flagging, making it clear with the team that uh, we'd be sharing around the writing of articles for these letters. Uh, so expect Emily to, you know, expect to hear from Emily and, and please, uh, please cooperate. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, they're, they're kind of three significant conversations uh, we've had in staff team time. Mm. Yeah, excellent. Um, and we've talked a lot about the detail, but can you just tell us a bit about what's the big picture? What's the goal of this church partnership project? What are you hoping yeah. for? Yeah, great. Yeah, I should have said that up front. Um, but the, the goal, 
really, there are two goals, and one goal is partnership with our staff team, and one goal is the second goal is partnership with the student campus ministry, and I we distinguish between those as we're talking about the team because we think both are really important. And so by by partnership with our staff team, that first goal, what I mean is, uh, we love churches to be. Uh, supporting us as link missionaries to be praying for us, uh, to be giving financially if they can in whatever way that's organised uh, within their church. Uh, that's partnership with our staff team. But there's another type of partnership we need. That's partnership with the campus ministry, and that's for churches to be fully on board with supporting what's taking place on the university campuses. Uh, to be sending their students, to be enthusiastic about it, to be willing to advertise events where that's appropriate. Uh, and uh, so recognising that uh, there is that partnership at those two levels, uh, and then I guess we've got the details work out in terms of um, how we're kind of trying to uh, support both partnership at both those levels. Uh, and this, this partnership project isn't just about one, it's sort of about both of those goals. Mm. Yeah, that's great. I, I really, um, obviously churches are a great can be a great source of financial support, but I think the partnership as a whole needs to be much bigger than just um, what we can get out of it. So um, that's excellent. You were telling me a little bit about church ownership and how you talk to church pastors about that. Can you give us an example of what that those kind of conversations might look like? Yeah, well, and this is particularly for churches that are in our region that either maybe have university students or potentially have university students who are participating in our ministry. Uh, and one thing I'd like to say to pastors is to encourage them to think about the, the uni students who are part of their church who participate in the campus ministry, to think of them in the same way they'd think about scripture teachers. Uh, and so their uni students are involved midweek uh, in a ministry in their community that is having a, an impact for the kingdom of God. And just in the same way that they would pray for scripture teachers uh, that maybe maybe mention them by name in their bulletin or maybe once a year get them up the front and commission them or something like that, they might treat their university students who are contributing to the campus ministry in the same way and realise that this is, a, this is a great ministry that the church can get behind. Uh, and I just think that if a church can see it, can view it that way, if the pastor can view it that way, uh, it just speaks volumes about um, you know the value of the campus ministry, uh, and the students themselves would would feel tremendously supported in their participation, uh, mm. and that to me that's that's a really wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's excellent. Um. Now, obviously, your team is a reasonably large team. Um, how do you have thoughts about, what kind of thoughts do you have about how that might be applied or these ideas might be applied for a smaller team? Yeah, I think the reason we've got a staff team administrator, Emily, kind of leading up project is because of the size of our team and because the number of churches we're seeking to be in partnership with uh, and the number of individual staff members who will be showing these partnerships and it, it, it just um, requires a, a significant level of coordination. Uh, but I definitely think it could be downsized for a, a smaller team. Uh, it would just be you're pursuing partnership with fewer churches uh, and uh, there's um, you may not have a, a staff worker that's uh, 
uh, able to devote as much time as Emily to it. But I guess someone has has, has got to. Uh, I, I still think there's a value in seeing church partnerships as a team project and not just as individual projects. Mm. Uh, and yeah. so I think having conversations within the staff team, ma- team meeting, making space for that so you can talk about it uh, and then making sure that you're, um, you're pursuing partnerships with the churches where that's, that is appropriate. Uh, I also think another thing that could be uh, maybe taken on board in, in even a small team is realising that there are different tiers of partnership and you might come up with a different way of categorising potential church partnerships than we haven't, but there are different tiers of partnership. And so your aims in any individual church partnership don't, don't need to be, you know, they, they need to be appropriate to that church. Um, and yeah, I, I just don't think it's one size fits all. So if you come, can come up with a system that works for you, uh, if that can be something that the team can uh, accept, sort of buy into, uh, and then approach this as a team. I, I think that could be done in a, with a large team, with a mid-sized team, with a small team. Uh, as, as we've thought about it as our staff team and uh, allocated link staff workers to different churches, we've probably tried to keep each staff worker having a maximum of about four or five churches that they're in partnership with. Uh, for us, that seemed like uh, the limits of what uh, could be achieved. It was was reasonable for any for each individual staff worker, uh, and it let us cover really all the churches that we needed to in our area. Um, but uh, that that's probably, I, I guess, as as you think about your church partnership project, thinking through um, what is achievable and and with the team that you have, uh, and prioritizing. And so realising you may not be able to do everything this year that you might want to do in three years' time, uh, but at least setting some goals uh, and and sharing those out around, around the team. Maybe, maybe finally, I'd just like to say, as we think about church partnership, it's not just a one-way street in that we're not just seeking to uh, get support from the church, uh, but I really do believe that partnership with the campus ministry is great for the churches themselves. Now, at one level, uh, the the staff who are linked in with these churches might be able to contribute in some small way. I mean, maybe they can offer to preach or to run some training or to, to do something. And so we might be able to, it's good, and we, we do try to offer, you know, what is there something we can do for you that might help what the church is doing? But even just beyond that, even if there's nothing, uh, then being in partnership with a campus ministry is one of those things that helps a church lift its gaze from what's just what's taking place within the walls of that church uh, to what's God's doing more broadly in the community. It's one of the things that helps that church by extension be in partnership with other churches in the region uh, and with a, a ministry that is bringing churches together in this way. And I think that's a great thing. Uh, so I, I'm not shy about pursuing church partnerships and I don't think it's only for our benefit. Uh, I think it benefits the churches themselves and it benefits the kingdom. Mm. Yeah, great, great. Well, thanks so much uh, for joining us today and sharing your thoughts and your experience, Marty. Um, Let me finish in prayer. Father, we thank you again for your church and we thank you for the local expressions of it that we see in the local churches around each of our teams. 
And Father, we pray you'd help us to think well in nuanced ways and with care for other structures that surround our church partnerships. Help us uh, on our teams to have church partnerships prioritised in our staffing and to have uh, systems and processes that will help enable the relationships that show our love of your church and that serve the church in what they're doing and the local mission in each area and that serve their support of us as well. Father, please make our church partnerships healthy and faithful and fruitful. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks everyone for joining us today and uh, we'll be back next season. Bye for now.